Rise up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle Rob, how are you? Good, Nick, how are you doing? Good, good. How's the day going so far? It's going good. Pretty busy. How about yourself? Uh, it's very much the same. Very busy. Um, but welcome to uh, to the podcast. This is going to be episode uh, 19 of Nick at Night. So thanks for coming on. I'm, uh, I v- appreciate your time. Um, and so before we kind of get in, because I have a couple of things that I'm curious about, um, do you want to take like 30 seconds, a minute, just kind of tell the people out there that are listening who you are, where you're from, kind of what you spend your time doing, uh, just things along those lines. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Robert Hernandez. I'm 23 years old. I'm a full-time entrepreneur building my magic business and um, just learning as much as I can to build my business and, you know, to make sure I'm living a life um, to the fullest and experiencing it all in order to you know, move forward in life. So I'm here today doing this podcast and uh, going to knock it out and give you guys some good value today. So awesome. Awesome. So um, if you want to just tell a little bit more, just kind of go into your, your backstory, kind of where you came from, because you, you've been an entrepreneur basically from the get, right? Right. Yeah. Since I was like, I don't know, as far as I could remember, dude, selling backpacks, selling candy. Um, I love it. Yeah, in elementary school, I was that kid rolling around with a with a backpack full of candy, trying to sell you know whatever I could, fifty cents here for gum or you know popsicles or you know anything really, you know I was that kid. So, you know a little bit about my story. Like I said, you know ever since I was a kid, I was that kid, you know trying to trying to middleman something in order to profit off something, right? So right. I used to sell like fire sticks, um, the outdoor backpacks I used to do. I was even a barber before, and um, I think really what it really was, it was just like, I just love money for some reason. Like, my parents, my stepdad, uh, my dad used to give me money, and it would, like, be gone. So when I didn't have money, I had to, like, figure out a way to get money because right. no one would give, give me any. So that was my main thing. When I did have money, I would, like, invest it in, you know, candy or, like, you know, backpacks or fire sticks. Anywhere I really had a demand for something. And then I would, you know, sell it. So that was my whole deal. And then eventually as I got older, I, you know, started working a regular day job, finding out that I hated it. You know, I hated a boss. I hated, like, right. Uh, Tell me, want to go to work, want to sleep, want to go to, you know, want to go home, want to go to the rash, want to go to the restroom. So, you know, as I got older, I you know, started to learn more about legit business and how to open up your own business and run a network marketing and, um, it just really changed my whole life for the better as far as personal development, not only personal development, but, you know, learning how to build as a team and really actually run a business. So Right. What's your What's your favorite – well, before I get into that, how old were you when you got introduced to network marketing for the first time? For the very first time, I got net, uh, introduced into network marketing when I was 18, and I was actually okay. – yeah, I got introduced to Vima. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. I know I have a few friends that that's where they started as well. Um, yeah. And and when you saw it, was it basically like, holy shit, I can have everything I want in life and I don't have to go to college? Yeah, that was the first. Uh, that was the first kind of thought. Like when I first seen yeah. it, I was like, this is it. Like <laughs> I'm yep. a millionaire at this company. This like, because you know in in. And a lot of opinion, like, you know, I come from a small town. So, you know, when you come from, you know, small cities, people, they're educated on, you know, you're going to go to school, you're going to go to work. Or right. You're gonna, or you're going to go to the military. You know, and when you're that young, that that's really your only option. You know what I mean? And when you hear about network marketing, there's like a whole another way to make money. You're like, oh, my yep. God, this is, you know, this is. That's ex- that's exactly the way that I felt. So I was 18 when I got introduced to network marketing. Um, and are you okay if I kind of tell the, a brief story 
of how it happened because it's really interesting and I think it kind of it ha- it holds the value of you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Yeah, no, go ahead, man. So, um, so I got introduced. So my first company that I got introduced to was World Ventures, as I'm mm. sure you've heard of it. Right. Yeah. So I got introduced one uh, night because I so I went to the University of North Dakota, um, and up there, all you have to do is really you go to class you drink and you go to hockey games. Like that's it. Like, like that is yeah. literally everything that there is to do this night. I actually ate me and uh, a few friends. We actually, we just decided to go bowling because none of us were really wanting to go out and party. Cause like, you just basically walk up and down frat row and you pick a frat for the night. Um, mm. And so, but we go bowling, we come back and then I find out that uh, one of our friends, um, her and her boyfriend, so the girl who was my friend, her name is Ashley, and her friend Quinn, um, they were going to go out and they were begging our other friend Danielle to go out. And so at this time, Quinn and Ashley had the worst PDA you could possibly imagine. Like, it was disgusting. <laughs> like, it was far too much. And you just kind of turn a blind eye and you're just like, you know, whatever. Like, you guys fucking do your thing. I'm going to be over here right. not, not paying attention. But... So my friend Danielle was like begging me to go out because she's like, there's no way I'm going out with these two by myself, third wheeling, you know, what's <laughs> going to happen. And I'm like, shit, you right. right. You right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let you do that. But I'm like, I'm going out for one hour. That's it. Cause I was just, I was dead. I'm like, I'm done for the day. I don't want to do this. But right. so anyways, so we get there, we get to the dorm room and Quinn is the one that's in World Ventures. I didn't know this about him. I, I barely even knew the guy. I met him once beforehand. And uh, we get there, and, and he's sloshed. He's gone off of <laughs> UV cake, of all things. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, like, we're fucking 18 years old. We'll chug anything if it's going to get us hammered. And right. I, did, I didn't even try any of that. It was, it was, I smelt it, and I'm like, I'm out. Nope, not doing it. But... Uh. So he is just plastered already and we get there and I see on his bookshelf, um, rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And Mm. up until this point, I've never heard of personal development. I had no idea what that was. And so I just look at Quinn and I'm just super curious. I'm like, what's that? And he's just word vomits. And anybody listening that's (laughs) been in network marketing or even had network marketing pitched to you, which is probably everyone at this point you've had someone at some point who has completely word vomited all over you and they've done oh gosh and they did all of the (laughs) wrong things but at first like he just started like word vomiting personal development he's like oh my gosh it's awesome it's amazing blah 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 and then talking about like the slight edge by by uh jeff olson and like all these other books and like strength finder and like all these different things and I was hooked. Like, I was like, tell me more because this is the shit that I actually cared about that I wanted to learn about. Um, and then he kicks in the network marketing talk and he's like, oh, if you love this, you're going to love the company I work with. It's basically a personal development company disguised as a travel club. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. You build a left team, you build a right team, you build them big, you make a shit ton of money and you can make all the money in the world. Like literally just everything you should not say. And, right, right, right. and, and like, imagine, imagine someone that's being hypnotized, like look, the look on their face. That was my look. Like I was like, <laughs> so drawn in and that, and like what you said, and, and the reason I asked you what your first thoughts were, um, when you first got introduced, cause those were, those were my thoughts. I'm like, holy shit, you're telling me I can make six figures a year and I don't have to go to college. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Sign me up yeah. right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. And, but he was hammered. We weren't about to do it, but we scheduled a time <laughs> for the next day to meet up in the student center. And um, so we meet up, but I had to trudge through, shit you not, easily 12 to 15 inches of snow that has not been shoveled or plowed to get there. And it was a solid three blocks away. Like oh, that, wow. like that's how determined I was. And anyone from Committed. North Dakota, oh yeah. And anyone from North Dakota <laughs> knows that your winters, you don't like winter up there. It doesn't fuck around. Like yeah, it yeah, is yeah. intense. 
there is no trees. It is flat. You get like minus 20 mile an hour, uh, minus 20 degrees winds. Um, like I even had to walk to class. It was 40 below with the wind chill oh, and I wow. had to go to class. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But anyways, I make it there. I watch the video. I get on the phone with a couple of those big guys that are in the company. And I literally call up my dad to tell him I'm about to do this because I'm psyched. I'm thinking I just found the jackpot. And yeah. he tells me, oh, I did World Ventures four years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like At this point, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how? Yeah. how? And then, then I remembered him going back. I remember like growing up. Uh, he showed me, he was telling me, yeah, I got my own website and all this and blah, 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 blah. And I thought it was like the dopest thing. I was like, yeah, my dad's got a website. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like 15, yeah. right? Maybe 14, right. maybe even younger. And I find out that, so my dad did world ventures, but I learned that I, my, my great uncle was one of the first five people to start world ventures. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was part of that first group of people that launched the company. And that's how my dad got involved. And so my dad didn't stick with it. So needless to say, he was not happy about me saying that I was going to do it. But I literally just had the mindset of, well, you're six hours away. And I can type in my card number faster <laughs> than you can put a hold on my account. So suck right. to suck. I'm doing this. And right. so... But anyways, I just want to tell that story because, it, I mean, it's the perfect example of, like, you, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And that doesn't necessarily even just apply to network marketing. It applies to everything as far as sales yeah. goes, as far as, like, client pitches or, like, JVs, things like right. that. Um, so tell me a little bit more. So you, got, so you got introduced to Vima. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, so when I first got into Vima, like I said, I was super excited. I was like, oh, my God, this is everything. I'm going to be a millionaire. This is it, personal development. Mm -hmm. It's like all this is running through my head. It's just like it's kind of like like a, like a you know, like the jackpot. Like you say, like an untold secret. It's just like, oh, my God, now I got a hold of this secret. Now. Yeah, like you learn about this world that you knew you, that you <laughs> never knew existed, and you're like, what is this magical place called network marketing? Yes, exactly. So, you know, I was super fired up. Um, I, as soon as I heard about it, I literally, like, you know, got educated, called as many friends as I could. And I was like, look, man, you need to check this out. This is the best thing in the world. Meet me now. Right. And I literally built my team, like, in 48 hours, probably about 30 or 40 people. It was insane. Like, that's how much momentum I had. That's and dope. That's dope. I was yeah, gonna, just, you beat me. Mine was about 40 people in a week, but me and Quinn, we did presentations every single night and literally hijacked classrooms in buildings that we could get into when we found doors that teachers forgot or professors rather forgot to lock. Dude, that's how it gets. So <laughs> when you're first, you know, your first network market, you just fired up, you know, you yeah. make, you know, you're just there, you're fired up. So that's what we did, man. I ended up doing, I was doing like home, home demos, home events every day, For sure. um, three times a day. I mean, even if it was just one person, you know, we were doing it all day. And then, um, I ended up going to this, uh, doing a home demo and I had a guy who was just like not into it. And he was just like, look, dude, he's like, I'm, uh, this is great. I love this company. It's a great company. Probably you guys make good money. He's like, but I, if, if I was investing, I, I wouldn't really want to invest in this. I'd want to invest in this water. So I had a mentor, and I was like, you know, a mentor always told me that you want to invest in water, food, oil, and shelter, which is genius, right? Because that's what people need. That's what people need sure. to survive. So as you told me about water, I was like, oh, sick. Like, okay. And I was still pretty humped, like pumped on Vima. So um, when that happened, he gave me this dude, Anthony's number, and he's, you know, told me about this water. So at first I was like, didn't really believe in it. Still network marketing, still direct sales still super pumped on the whole subject. So I was trying to recruit this guy into my business, my friend Anthony, in mm -hmm. the Vima. And then he was trying to actually recruit me into Enagic. So um, I, mean, I thought it was all bullshit. You know, water's water, you know, type of thing. I wasn't really educated. Super focused on my Vima business. 
Uh, and then uh, I ended up, he ended up bringing me three gallons of water. And I just like, dude, I was just like leaving the water there. I was like, you know, giving it to plants, washing my car with it, like doing like the worst things with like the greatest water. So, oh God. Yeah, make a long story short. Um, kept sending me videos and like testimonies about like the water, and I ended up you know helping my grandma with the water. My grandma had really bad diabetes, and then I had another grandma that had ulcers in her stomach. And I had I just had a bunch of family with problems. You know, I come from like a Mexican family. Everybody has like health issues. Sure. So, make long story short, I ended up getting out of Vima, um, getting into a Nagi because I was really helping people with problems. So, um, again, on my on my network marketing journey, this is what happened. So, uh, I ended up doing a Nagi and uh, did nothing with the business for six months. I was like, oh my god, like this is nothing. I'm still cutting hair. I'm still like selling candy i'm still selling backpacks like i'm making cash you know so when i first got into network marketing it was like checks you know and i had to like wait a while for my checks and it was like volume and like things like that so it was like a little different so i was like right. I want cash. you know what i mean i want to have cash so I, after six months i ended up you know after i started healing a lot of people with the water and uh, started helping more people and people wanted to buy machines off me i i took that step and ended up getting into an adjic and started doing it uh, full-time after six months. And um, ever since then, you know, I, that's been my entrepreneurial journey in the network marketing is just uh, trying to help as many people as I can get educated on the healthiest water and getting paid for it. And now, you know, it's really exciting because now, you know, I have a global business and it's been out forever and I built my team. And, you know, it's just I, I love network marketing. I think it's the answer to everybody because in network marketing, you know, there's a reason rich get richer. The rich get richer because, you know, they invest in the businesses and they have their money work for them. Now, unfortunately, like employees, you know, they don't, they, you know, or people that are like employees, they don't get the picture and they, you know, they, what I see at least is, you know, they spend their money on unnecessary things and then they regret it when they don't have money. And then they're telling, they're asking themselves why they don't have money. And it's because they never made an investment in a business. And that's why network marketing is so unique because, if you ever try to open up a regular storefront business, which I have, I don't know if you have, but it's really expensive. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to get a lease, you got to get a sign, you got a reseller certificate, a business license, you know, the whole nine. So network marketing is a small startup for a business with above average results, you know, for right. average people, which is why it's huge. You know, that's, which is why you get so excited. I think when you're 18 years old, you're like, Oh my God, I need 500 bucks to start a business. This is the greatest thing ever. Right. So, you know, that's why, uh, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, what I see in network marketing and that's my, uh, my, you know, my network marketing entrepreneurial journey. And it's just, you know, I think network marketing is the answer for everybody that's, you know, low on a budget that still wants to start a business, you know? Right. And so to play, to play devil's advocate, um, because I can completely understand and know where you're coming from, because that's where I was at one point. But it's interesting what's happened for me is I've learned that, you know, I don't necessarily love building a network marketing company, but I still or a network marketing business, but I still want to be my own boss. And so I've learned that I really love building um, uh, like an actual brand. Like I actually really love that part. So like for the people that like you say that network marketing is the answer for everybody um, one of, so my buddy Quinn, who introduced me, actually, he was the one that first ever said that to me, that he, he realized, um, a few months after him and I were running that he's like, you know what, I really just want to build a, I, w- I want to build a business. And in my head, I was just like, dude, you are building a business. Like that, I, I didn't make right. sense to me why he wasn't seeing that, but now I understand what he meant. He didn't mean like not, he, he meant he wanted to build like his own from the ground up. Um, right. what do you think about people that, that want to go down that route, even, and, and especially with the internet being the middleman now where the cost of entry is basically nothing and people right. can open up a, a Shopify account for, I don't know, 30 bucks a month. And then you got your drop shipping and stuff like that. Like, do you think that network marketing like truly, truly is the answer for every single person? Or do you think it's just necessarily oh. the answer for a good majority of people depending on their situation. What I think is I think network marketing is a good startup for a low cost if you don't know what you're doing. Right? Okay. Because network, network marketing comes with a mentor or it comes right. with a team or it comes with an upline. 
to say, hey, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. Usually, like startups, you you got to usually got to find a good mentor that's going to mentor you on how to exactly. And there is a lot of you know people that do open up Shopify. There is online mentors that are you know going to teach you exactly what to do. Um, so it, I couldn't say it's for everybody, but it's for people that want to start a business at a low cost startup. You know, right. Shop, you know, network marketing is just uh, you know startups are great. You know, I have nothing against startups. I just feel like network marketing is a little bit more cohesive. And then in network marketing, um, you know, if you decide to join a good company, all the groundwork's been laid out for you. So, you know, right. um, for example, like if you're opening up a startup, you know, maybe – or, you know, or things like that, you know, maybe you can only – you know, when you start up a company, you still have to do, you know, build all the, build all the legwork. So it's like opening up, you know, different distribution offices in different states or different countries and, like, you know – sure. Uh, Certify through different states, or you know, whatever. You know, it's just so much. You know, so much you really have to learn in a startup. Um, so for me, like for me, when I was going to build my own startup, you know, building your own company, hiring your own CPAs, hiring your own lawyers, uh, hiring your own uh, insurance companies, like it's it's a lot of work, right? So right. For me, getting into a company that's already established for a low startup cost, it just made it so much easier for me because the company, um, you know built all the legwork and then really all I had to do was just go in and distribute the product and it made it real easy for me. Um, especially because, you know, like I said, when you do own a startup, you know, hiring a, you know, a certified public accountant, a lawyer, um, you know, an insurance guy to, you know, insure your company, it's it's just a lot that comes with it. So, um, but I, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not, for everybody, but it's for certain people that see that vision that like are oh my like oh my god like this is it type of thing. Right. And, you know, low startup cost, low startup cost, and um, you know the foundations laid out for you, you know, and and some companies. So I think it's that's smart on my behalf. But you know if, if you have a passion for a startup and and that's what you want to do, then by all means, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree that the the personal development that I've gone through over the last six years of being uh, involved in network marketing is like irreplaceable. Like it's insane. Like I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. You were probably a crappy student that didn't really like to do the homework. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, I actually like in elementary and things like that, like in middle school, I think all the way up to middle school, I was that student. I was like, you know, I don't want to do homework. You know, and then when I once I got right. to high school, like, I just want to get this over with. So I ended up getting really good grades. Okay. But, um, yeah. Because no, for I, me, like, I never read a single book, all of school, <laughs> ever. Right. Like, like legit. And I think I actually said this on one of my earlier uh, shows was that, like, legitimately, whenever we had to read a book or do something for the book, I I would either spark note or cheat, like mm, straight yeah. up. Spark note it, or I'd cheat off a friend that I was able to give them something that they wanted, and in return I could copy their entire packet or of answers and stuff like that. But like, but after I was, I, it was literally once I quit school, is when I started learning for the first time. I really think, like I, right. I've not like because I got introduced to audiobooks. That's probably one of the reasons why that why I never really liked books is because I'm a, I'm just a slow reader. And I could take the time to try to get faster. And I'm sure as time goes on, I will. But for the time being, like, I don't want to spend the time doing that when I can listen to books. And so do you utilize audio books a lot? Oh, yeah, man. Um, What's what's your favorite? Um, That's a hard one. I think right now, probably my favorite book. Um. I mean, I like I like reading Robert Greene's book, like Mastery, Forty Eight Laws of Power. Okay. Uh, pretty much like the books I like my go back to books. Um, but yeah, mainly it looks like just personal development books. I probably have to say Forty Eight Laws of Power is one I like. Forty Eight Laws of Power. Okay. I yeah. haven't I haven't read that one. Yeah, you got to check it out. It's by Robert Greene. Okay. It's like, Taken all the principles from all the leaders in the world and pretty much made them into 48 laws of power. And, I love uh, created, it. Yeah, and there's 48 laws. It's literally like it's one through 48, and it shows you exactly like 
and it's really, really helpful. Like, especially like if you're going through things and you're like, man, why is this going on? You go back right. to that book and say, okay, this is what's going to get me what I need. Now, have you ever read any of the books by Rhonda Byrne? Who's that? Rhonda Byrne, like the the secret or the magic. Or yeah, the power. I have a, yeah, I have heard of the secret. Okay. Like so, yeah, so law of attraction. So, like, my favorite, because it's not necessarily, like, strictly business. So, for the people listening who are thinking, like, well, this is a shit podcast for me. I don't really care about network marketing or business. <laughs> Here's a little bit for yeah. you. <laughs> um, so, the, my favorite personal development book that is not a business book um, is called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, and last name is spelled B-Y-R-N-E, um, and that one is really about the law of attraction, um, like, as you know, and, but for the people listening, the things that you think about, you bring about. So, like, what you think about the most, you attract into your life, and the, and the way that the, the magic describes it is, they, is she also references it as the law of love. So, and, and then it breaks it down by chapter by like different areas of your life. So like, you've got like your health, your finances, your relationships, your spirituality, like it just breaks it down and gives you actual real tangible steps that you can take to be able to use the law of attraction in your favor in these different areas of your life. So it's just such a neat book. Um, and it's an easy, easy, quick read. Um, and coming from me, you know, it actually is a quick read. If I'm going to tell you, it is. Um, it's probably even faster for you guys. That's why I listen to books at three times the speed that they're spoken at. Cause I can finish a six hour right. book in two hours rather than spending six hours to finish a 20 page book. Um, right. I'm kidding. It's not actually that long. I'm not that bad, but, um, so anyways, so besides that one, um, since that's your favorite, have, have there been any others for you that have really been a, a huge like paradigm shift or helped you just change perspective about something? Um, cause I feel like a lot of people, um, that are listening typically deal with, they just need something to shift their perspective because most people just get stuck in their same way of thinking. I'm sure you notice that same thing because you talk to, hundreds and thousands of people every single month and year for your Enagic business. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, I'd have to go with you on that, on the secret, for sure. Just, you know, the law of attraction is huge. Um, you know, you are what you think about. And I think that's super, like, that's, like, if you want to do a real, uh, you know, 360, like, oh, my God, this is, like, because when I first learned about the law of attraction, you know, it really, it made me really aware. Mm -hmm. All the decisions I made, everything that I attracted into my life. Because at first I thought things just happened to me. You know, like, right. I, I don't know. I had that thought. You're just, oh, this just happens. This is just this life. And it's not true. It happened because you thought about it. And you right. created it in the back of your mind with the energy and the magnetic, you know, frequencies that your thoughts give out. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is that your thoughts do have magnetic frequencies. You know? Yeah. You Did you? Oh, go ahead. I'm listening. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so, you know, that's what a lot of people don't understand is you really do um, have those magnetic, magnetic, magnetic frequencies. So when you do think about something, it's going to come about eventually, mm -hmm. you know. So that's another thing a lot, about a lot of people are like, they always say, you know, like, oh, you know, like they start to get into that negative state and they start to think about all the negative stuff in their life. And, you know, right. what happens when you start thinking about a lot of negative stuff, you start thinking of all the shit in your life, you know. And, right. And, a lot of people, and I didn't realize that either, you know, until I read The Secret and I realized how powerful the law of attraction and, you know, uh, you know, the, the power of thought and, and things like yeah. that. So, you know, so thought when mechanics. So ahead, when I'm you start, so, yeah, so when you started um, actually, like, realizing these things um, and, and you would notice that, like, well, shit, like, these things that are happening to me that I don't necessarily like, I'm responsible for them. Like, what, yeah. like, did you ever have that little aha moment? Because I absolutely did where I started realizing, like, I was, like, getting frustrated that these things were happening. But at the same time, I was grateful that I actually started to understand why they were happening. 
yeah, I went through that whole stage where, you know, because I, I had, like, a rough life during, like, when I was a kid. I was, like, you know, I wasn't the greatest kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of, like, a troublemaker. So when I looked back and I seen all the trouble I got into it, I was, like, wow, like, that was just me, you know? I thought it was just, like, oh, the way I was, like, raised or, like, things like that. And I said, you know, like you say, you take full responsibility for your own life. Right. You really see, like, my thoughts did this, you know, like my thoughts created this, you know, and if I would have been thinking better things, I probably would have hung around better people and I probably would have been in a different situation than I was now. So, yeah, I kind of got mind blown. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, this is really just my thoughts and this is just really just exactly what I'm thinking that brings us about. So when I really, once that hit my mind and I was like, okay, well, I need to start thinking about better things then, and I need to start thinking about more positive things, and I need to start thinking about things that are going to level me up. And once you start thinking about that stuff, you know, it happens. You start to level up. You start to think about, you know, um, things that are going to help you progress and move forward in life for your future. So once that happened to me, you know, I started to stop thinking about negative stuff, and I started to shift my paradigm to more positive, um, good things that are going to impact my life for the better. And once I started putting more energy and more magnetic frequency to that, then, you know, my life got way better. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's what's great. And it's not, a, it's not like now it's not like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Now it's like I'm aware that this is where my thoughts are going. So this is where my results are going to be. You know? Right. And, so, and, and this, go, go ahead. I'm listening. I was gonna say so. So you you keep talking about the magnetic frequency of your brain. Did you know that your heart is actually like, I think it's something like twenty times more powerful as far as the electromagnetic field. Wow. Yeah. I did. So that's what most people don't know. Um, and so, like, when I talk about the law of attraction, and and hopefully this will this may help you just have a different. Um, perspective when you go about using the law of attraction um and for everyone listening like this is my hope for all of you like when you are are like thinking about the things that you want um the key is honestly to feel it like most people they can right. think like abundant 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 but like you're not feeling it like you don't actually know what right. the hell that even means to you most of the right. time like everyone's all like, oh, let's just be abundant. Like, what does that actually mean? Because it's so contextual. It's like success. The success does not have the same definition for everybody, same as abundance. But the key is to feel it because when you feel it, um, your heart actually, I think, I really think it is, and don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's like 20 times more powerful than your brain and like the electromagnetic field that your heart sends out is about a 15-foot radius around you. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's why, like, people's thought patterns and feelings, that's why they affect you so much. And that's why we, people say, like, oh, my, I'm affected by other people's moods. It's because mm-hmm. they're very, um, I don't know, I guess you could say manipulated easily by other people's electromagnetic fields that are coming from their heart. Um, and that's what people, a lot of people don't know. And that's why like the law of attraction, people get frustrated when it's not working for them because they can be thinking one thing, but you're feeling something completely different. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, feel, uh, feeling is, uh, super key. Like that was another thing too. You know, like you say, like, you don't want to just think about it you want to really feel it because when you feel it, it becomes real to you yep. because you, you feel it, you tell, you smell it, you taste it. You know what I mean? And yep. it's all, it, it's really just like, I, I, I kind of look at it more like it's almost like meditation, like putting yourself in that position, putting your thoughts in that position. Hundred like, okay, You know, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. And you actually put yourself there in your mind. You physically just like, okay, you picture yourself, what it's gonna what it's gonna be like uh, when you're at that position. Um, what you're gonna drive, what clothes you're gonna wear, what house you're gonna live in, how your perfect day is gonna look like. You know, and then you even start to go deeper in your thought mechanics and your and even into your uh you know, your magnetic uh 
you know, wave that you're producing. And then I even created a vision board. You know, vision boards are really great to yeah. really feel. You know, so, so I have a vision board. Here's, oh, here's something me. for you with your vision board. Um, and I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. I just keep getting these thoughts, oh, and I want to make sure that I get them out there. So you, I, I, I'm no, I know that you know the name Grant Cardone, right? Oh, yeah. So did sure. you, and do you know the name Tony Jerry? Tony Jerry, I'm not familiar with. Okay. So I want to say I've heard Grant Cardone call it this. I'm not sure, but I know Tony Jerry does. So Tony Jerry, he's known as uh, the results guy. Like he has a book out that's called Results Faster. And he just helps people figure out and learn how to get the results that they're looking for faster. Right. And so right, he actually, right. instead of calling a vision board, a vision board, because when you think about it, like a vision board, at least it is for me and most people that I share this with, like they think about a vision board as something that's always just barely in the distance, just due, the na due to the nature of just how it sounds. Right. right. And so right. what Tony Jerry teaches is instead call it a results board. Mm, that way, at, yeah, that way at the end of your year, because my girlfriend and I, we make results boards every single year, um, and it can literally be anything. For those listening that don't know what a result board or vision board is, it's basically your vision for your life, what you wish to accomplish within the next upcoming point of time, like or amount of time. Like for, uh, for people, it's typically done every single year around New Year's, and you set your vision for that year. And so we started this year calling our results boards results boards. That way you can go back <laughs> to the end of the year and think about it as, like, these are my results for 2017. Not And, and like, a byproduct of that is that's then your vision for 2017, right? Right, 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 right. No, I definitely agree with you. I couldn't agree more. Um, one another thing, um, I, I actually love that. I've never heard of a result board before. I'm actually going to use that for myself because it actually, yeah. I think you feel, I think you feel it more when you say you result do. board. You know you what do. I mean? It's like, well, I'm for actually, me, I'm going, yeah. For me, it helped me think like, like for example, I'm look, I'm actually looking at it right now, and my one of the things that I have on there is, and so I wrote mine differently. So I. I actually have a tattoo on my left wrist um, that's Hebrew for I am, because I believe that I am are the two most powerful words that we have um, in the English language, because anything that you put after it um, determines your reality, right? That's why positive self-talk is so huge, because think about it, and, and this is getting a little deeper than I was planning on going, but like water, you can manipulate water by speaking to it. Like it freezes differently if you write the word love on the side of the jar or if you write the word hate. It literally freezes differently because it's smart, it's intelligent, it knows those words, it knows the feeling behind it. And so when I say I am, like if I, like instead of saying like, like shit, I'm really stupid. Like don't say that because like think about like what that actually does to your body. We're 70% water. Like that really takes a toll on your body. But so anyways, all of my, uh, I just wrote everything out on note cards and put them up on my results board because I found that pictures didn't ever really do my vision justice for how I saw it. So I just started writing on note cards, but I wrote it as I am blank. So like one of them that I wrote is I am bold because I wanted to be a little bolder this year, not be so timid. Um, and like when you say like as a result board, that actually like helped me figure out what are the steps that I'm going to need to take to actually be more bold this year. Like, what am I going to do instead of just saying it's a vision that I have instead when you say it's a result, um, for me, at least it helps you understand like, well, shit, if this is a result, how am I going to get to this result? Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and that's another thing. Um, one of my mentors tells me is like when you have a goal, when you have a result you're after, you want to turn that goal or result into a question. Meaning like, okay, yeah, I want to make $100,000 a year. And you turn that question around and it's uh, his name is uh, 
oh, I can't think the name of someone. How will I make a hundred thousand dollars this year? And then okay. you go by, you go there, and then what you do is you break that question down. You say, okay, how will I make a hundred thousand a year? And you start to go down and literally make a list of, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. Okay, how am I gonna do this in that? Right. So it, like you say, when you really you you break it down more, and you start to get really more in depth with, yep. okay, this is exactly how I'm going to do it, you know, with what I'm going to do, this is exact. So it's just getting deeper into feeling exactly what you want. So I think that's another thing, good thing too, is when you actually have a goal, a result you're after, is to turn that result or goal into a question and say, okay, how am I going to do this? How is it going to get done? Write down on a flashcard, you know, I am bold. How am I going to be bold this year? What do I have to do to be bold? You know, and turn them into questions, and it helps you more, get more clarity of exactly how I'm going to hit this goal mm-hmm. or get exactly where I want to be. So, yeah, following up on you there. It's so, actually- for you, because um, I know that like in, in network marketing, they help you figure out like your why, like your reason for why you do what you do. Um, right. that for me has been on my mind a lot lately. Cause I, cause honestly, I've been trying to figure out like, Hey, why am I doing this podcast? Like I really enjoy doing it. I love doing it, but I know if I'm going to keep doing it for the long run. Um, I have to, I have to know why. Right. So for you, right. um, like what, what, like if you were open and you're willing to share, like what's been your why? Cause I mean, it's, I'm sure to be actually pursuing your magic business full time like you've got to have a reason why you're doing it. Um, yeah. Is it like, is it just like family and you want to just help other people or is it a little bit bigger than that or more than that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's a little bit of everything. Um, the main reason I could say is cause like I look at like my grandma, my grandparents and they come from Mexico. So they were like, you know, they're really like, they're like in poverty or they just mm-hmm. you know, they lived in the same house for like 40 years. And it's just like, and then that's just life for them, you know? And there's, there's sayings like in Mexican families, like, or at least my grandma says, you know, she's just like, you know, it's just, just a lot of like, you know, like you can't get rich type of thing. Or, right. or, or this is the thing, like a, a lot of Mexicans, when are you going to get a job? Like to this day, I run a business and my grandma still asks me when I'm going to get a job. And, um, I think one of my biggest goals that I chased after is I just really didn't want to live like that. I didn't want to have a grand. I didn't want to be a grandpa or a grandma that's, uh, you know, they're just, you know, there's not a, there's not a lot of abundance, you know, it's just a lot of struggle. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of, Oh my God, when's the next bill? Um, right. You know, and I didn't, and, and looking at my family, I didn't grow up with a dad either. You know, my dad was, you know, he was, you know, in and out of prison, doing drugs, you know, out on the street, and I didn't want to live that life either. So now every day that I wake up, I wake up trying to be the opposite. You know, I want my, because, you know, they're, you know, they're my, you know, they're they're my, um, they're my elders. So for me, I want to be an elder that my kids or grandkids or brothers and sisters, whoever it is that looks up to me, like, okay, we live in a life full of abundance. You know, when I grew up, I lived in a life of scarcity, you know, mm-hmm. scared, you know, you know, it, 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 I didn't want to live that life. So that right there alone, um, when I, you know, ran into this whole other life, I was like, okay, I want, I don't want to live like that. And I want to make sure my family comes from a, a life of abundance and, you know, Oh, you open up a business, you know, when you get older, not right. when you get to job, when you're going to go to school. Right. You know, I want so really, Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, I, I just I just want to teach my family, hey, you know, open a business. You know, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to get a job. You don't have to go to the military. You know, you could do whatever you want to do. And I want to be the one in my family to do that because everybody in my family, like, they work jobs or, you know, they go to right. school. And now it's like I'm at a point where I'm making, you know, really good money with my business. And now my family, you know, before when I started network marketing, they looked at, or, you know, my own business, they thought, they looked at me like I was insane. Like, oh, my God, you're never going to do anything with this. Right. Why would you invest this money? How how are you benefiting from this or whatever? And now I'm at the point where it's like, you know, I'm making good money. I make more money than my parents all of a sudden. And now they're like, 
oh, they're so proud of me now, right? Because right. before, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, people just see, people don't see all the downsides you have. People just, you know, they they see they see you when you've made it, you know? And yeah. when you're not sure, they don't see, when you're driving the 1995, you know, Honda Accord and, you know, you do network marketing, they're like, you know, what are you doing, man? And then, you know, two, three years later, you're at a, you're in a Mercedes Benz with your own house, and they're like, oh, okay. So people only see the final product of an entrepreneur, you know? And right. They're, they're, they're proud of you when you made it, you know? Well, and, and I think for of, I think for most parents, it's just like, I mean, you're their kid. Like, they just want to make sure you're good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got the same thing from my parents was like, okay, like, how long is this going to last? Is it really worth it to go to this convention? Blah, 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 right. blah. Like, all of these things. And, and and they're just looking out for you, you know? I mean, it's yeah. I have the philosophy of they're, they're doing the best they can with the knowledge they have, right? Yep. And so they're just yep. going off of what they've been taught. And, and now that I know better, necessarily, not like I know more or I'm better, but now that I know better, I can do better. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's just it's such an interesting dynamic when especially when you're younger. I mean, 23, like having your parents, I mean, you're still basically a baby to your parents and they're just (laughs) trying to make sure like that you're all good. Um, But I mean, it kind of sounds like like the gist of what I was getting from that is you basically just want to help change the story moving forward and leave a better legacy for your family. Um, than yeah. the one that's in place right now. Definitely. That's like my main drive for sure. Yeah, I love it. And and I mean, it, for I find that that's kind of what it is for a lot of people. And the ones that do uh, are, are driven from leaving a better legacy are the ones that actually really make it for the long haul because then you're not just playing for the short term, like I want to make $100,000 a year, like, that's great, but in the grand scheme of things, that's super short term. And like, you gotta right. have money, you gotta be good. But I mean, the money will come if you're doing it for a bigger cause. And so, but when you're playing for legacy, I mean, that's your life. You know what I mean? Like, you got time. You're, I'm, I mean, I'm super young, but you're slightly younger than I am, and I know how much time I have, and you've got more, right? Right. So, yeah. especially drinking the Congan water. Um, for those that are, that are listening, do you want to give give them like twenty seconds? What? Why is Kangen water different? Ready? Go. Um, I would just say, you know, they have three. You know, there's three health, and the main health, uh, you know, you got, you know, you got uh, your, you know, your physical health, you know, and then you got your mental, uh, you got your your physical health, then you got your financial health, and then you have your spiritual health. And I think the reason the magic and Kangen uh, water is so different is because it, it provides all of those three. You know, if you if you don't have financial health, you get it with this company. If you don't have physical health, you can get it by drinking the water and using the actual products. And you, if you if you want spiritual health, you get it here too. So that's why I think that this company is so um, amazing because it covers all three main aspects that you really need in your life. Right. Um, and so, but tell me what's actually different about the water because people that are listening probably, yeah. and like, just think like, okay, well it's, 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 it's water. Like, so what? <laughs> like I can get exactly. that from my tap. Like, why is the water different? Yeah. So you see a lot of alkaline water on the shelf nowadays and the huge difference between alkaline water and Kangen alkalized water is that alkaline water is pretty much made alkaline through baking soda, right? They throw baking soda in it. it, it, it you're, if you ever go buy a bottle of alkaline water, look on the back of it, there's there's ingredients. You know, why does your water need ingredients? So the mm. difference between alkaline and alkalized water is that Enagic Canyon water is took in the alkalinity through electricity. So, you know, there's seven titanium plates, and it just breaks down the water to make it alkalized water, um, electronically, meaning there's no added ingredients to your water, anything like that. So that's the main thing. Another thing is it, it reaches you at a cellular level. So 
the water is really small. So if you ever, anybody that's listening, never get a chance to drink this water, this water, excuse me, um, you'll see that it's, it, it goes into your body and it tastes so like, it's like, it's like silky smooth when you drink it almost. And, it, and you yep. don't get bloated when you don't, and you don't get bloated when you drink it, which is awesome. Um, you know, when I regularly drink like regular water, I get really bloated or I can only drink like a little bit of it because I get really bloated. Um, with this water, I could drink a whole gallon of it and it goes throughout my whole body in 10 minutes because the molecules in it are so small. Um, and, and that's really just like the the main thing. That's why it's able to help like a lot of people on, that have sicknesses like diabetes, eczema, MRSA, psoriasis, cancer, because every sickness is at a cellular level. And right. That that's the reason it's able to help a lot of people. I love so those it. Are the three, yeah, three main properties: alkalized micro cluster, and it's really really antioxidant. So now yep. I no longer have to really take like no detox pill or a detox supplement because I'm literally constantly all day detoxing my body with this water with how strong it is in antioxidant. Yeah, and that and that's huge. So I have a friend that actually sells uh, and works with Enagic and sells Kangen machines around here. And I've been I've been drinking the water from Kangen uh, kind of sporadically, but I definitely can tell and notice a difference um, when I am and when I'm not just because I just feel better. Like I literally couldn't, I couldn't even really explain it to you. It's just, and I'm sure you understand it, but for the people listening, like I just, I felt better. It just, and I, and you didn't get that full sloshy water feeling in your stomach after you'd like chug a full glass of water, um, which for me is wonderful because that feeling is not the most comfortable because it feels like it's there forever. But it's really right. not. It's it's just a little while. But with the but what I'm what I learned and correct me if I'm wrong. But like with the Kangen water, it actually hydrates you, whereas most other water, it like it just goes straight through you because the clusters are so large. Um, exactly. And for people and for people listening, I don't know what the fuck clusters really means. I just know <laughs> that you want smaller ones rather than larger ones. And most right. bottled water, aside from like. Fiji water like that is the best water outside of Kangen that I've found as far as like closest to being alkaline um, and not acidic but I mean I still can't speak on if it has the large or small clusters of of, uh, of water molecules but I know that Anagic uh, Kangen water definitely does have the smaller clusters and you just feel better yeah no definitely yeah, I would recommend anybody listening, if you know anybody that has that water, you get it for free. So just get it, you know. Um, yep. That's another great benefit, too, is that it's, it's free, you know. Yep. I, haven't spent on, I haven't spent money on water in two years, which is amazing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there, for sure. Perfect. So uh, as we kind of just bring things in, and, and wrap things up a little bit. I do have one last thing I want to touch on. Um, briefly talk to me about uh, the term truther. Because when you and I spoke about a week and a half ago, you, you like, I remember that was one of the first things that you said is just like, oh, I'm a truther. And I didn't exactly know what that means. And I feel like that's just very kind of almost ambiguous. Um, so what does that, what does that really mean for you? And like, what do you do on a daily basis that actually like, helps you be uh, a, a truther, I guess. Yeah. Um, a truther is something I've been about for a while. Uh, and mainly that's just like if you believe um, like what the government's agenda is. And um, I guess you could call it like, I guess you could call me like an activist. Um, you know, the government has an agenda as far as like population control, right? And like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you ever heard of the Agenda 21 and, like, you know, um, a martial law and, like, all the stuff that America plans to do in order to, you know, depopulate the world in order to make it, you know, only for the rich. And really that's what I believe. I just it, It's just a truth or product, and you just believe, like, the, the, what the government is doing. Uh, the government is a scam, you know, and the government is really, you know, um, the people that are, you know, making money off of us. Just like, you know, like the bottled water industry, that's why I call Enagic a truther product because, 
you know, bottled water industry, you know, if you think if you think this is a scam, I mean, you're getting scammed every day when you buy bottled water because most bottled water is tap water. Um, mm-hmm. Paying for, I mean, if you ever go to like a a Dodger game, or a baseball game, or a basketball game, they're charging you eight dollars for a bottle of water. Um, so that's really what I mean when I call it truth. Or you know, these billion dollar companies are making billions of money off, millions of dollars off of us, and um, you know, you really start to dig deeper and educate yourself on the truth and what's really going on and what's really, really affecting the planet and what's really, really the problem. Right. Um, you know, I, I, that's why I, I like digging and deepening and going deeper and finding the truth, regardless right. of what it, what really what it's in. You know, um, it can be in anything, but mainly, um, you know the plan that the government has for us and its agenda to, you know, for population control, you know, obviously GMOs in our food, um, you know, things like that, chemtrails in the air, um, you know, mainly just things like that and realizing what's really going on and being really aware um, yeah. of what's going on on this planet, you know, and, and that's really what I mean by, you know, tr- being, you know, a truther is mainly just being aware of, you know, yeah. what you're up against. What, what's really going on in the world and, you know, just a bigger picture, you know, of what's really going on. Like you, you just do your homework for, like you actually just, you just question things is kind of what it yeah, sounds yeah. like. And you just make sure like, okay, what of this is an actual opinion? What of this is an actual fact? Um, right. Cause I mean, we all know that most of, I mean, the news stations are either skewed liberal or conservative. So it's typically, right. And, and really, when you pay attention a lot, most of the things that they say are bullshit opinions that they're right. fed that come off as facts when really it's just an opinion or a, a conclusion that they drew on their own. So really, you're just doing you're just doing your homework is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, especially now, I mean, the government didn't want to give us the Internet for a long time. They they thought it was the worst idea to give us the internet because when they gave us the internet, they're going to give us information. And you know now that they finally gave us the internet, I mean now, I mean heck, like back in the days when you wanted to find out information, you had to have people, you had to write a letter in like ink and like get on a horse and like ride it across the country and right. get information. You know what I mean? Like now we're at the age of information to where we can send a text message, we can go to Google, look it up immediately, boom, we have answers. You know what I mean? So, I mean, now we passed that whole stage where we're going through the information stage, and now we're going through the data stage. So now we're collecting data from the Internet, you know? We went through that whole information stage to where people would just research and research and research, and we're still going through that stage. So a lot of people go, but now people are actually uh, collecting data. You know, we're going through data um, technology now to where, you know, oh, okay, you know, we have, we collected this data based on this information and that information that we collected, you know, so, but, um, yeah, I mean, once it, once, once we went through that whole internet stage and the government gave us the internet and, you know, the, you know, the, you know, iPhones were invented and things like that, it just made information for a lot of people to be that much easier to get their hands on, you know, because there's so many, you know, there's a lot of credible resources on uh, the internet. You know, and I like, not even that, I like to call, a, a, you know, on YouTube, you know, I call YouTube, YouTube University, um, because you could learn anything on there, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's where most people, I mean, I have a buddy who now works for a uh, software development company, and he works on, like, right. new ideas and stuff, but he literally said in his last semester of college, his classes were basically learning how to look stuff up properly on YouTube and learn how to do it. Like he didn't even actually learn most of the things that he did through his university classes. He learned them through, uh, through YouTube and literally just Googling things and YouTubing things and finding out, okay, how do I write this line of code? Right. So definitely. Awesome. Well, Hey, I uh, I appreciate you taking the time and and coming on. I I loved having our conversations today, and I'm hoping that everybody that's listening got a ton of good value from it. There was a lot um, that you and I talked about way more than I was expecting, which is a really good thing. So 
um, thank you for, for coming on. I really do appreciate it. No, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for uh, inviting me on, and uh, I look forward to checking this uh, podcast out and getting more people on it. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of gaining awareness, for everyone that's listening that wants to find you on social, um, what are a couple of the places and handles that they can find you pretty easily? Yeah, so um, Instagram is at Rob underscore mindset. Um, Twitter, I believe, is the exact same thing, um, Rob, at Rob underscore mindset. And then in there, you uh, on Instagram, you should be able to uh, find my YouTube account, LinkedIn, my bio. And then Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Rob mindset without the underscore or without the S. So, Got yeah, it. that's pretty much Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, is all on there. And also my Snapchat is RRR uh, um, underscore Hernandez. So that's my Snapchat. You can also find that like on my Instagram, my Twitter, um, so, my Facebook. Perfect. Well, thank you again for, for coming on to Nick at Night. Uh, we're exclusively produced on Anchor, and you can find this podcast not only here on Anchor, um, but you can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and three others that aren't as big as the first two, so I never remember them. Um, So, But until next time, uh, Rob, thank you again for coming on, and uh, we'll be sure to keep in touch. Thank you so much, Nick. Awesome. Take care, man. All right, you too, brother. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle.